What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Uh Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. Ooh-wee! Hell yeah! Woo! Look at all that energy, man. Did you just do a line? Uh, similar. I actually took this thing called Alpha Brain. I actually told you about it before, right? You did. Oh my god, bro. This shit is fucking changing my life! All right, Marty. You sure there's no doses of cocaine inside? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Don't do drugs, okay? Hey, I mean, come on, think about it. Back in the days, they used to have cocaine inside of Coca-Cola. Imagine being a young kid. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second, bro. Before we get into anything else, we got to roll this intro music, man. Oh, you're right. Roll it. All right, well, back to the important stuff here. Back in the days, they used to put cocaine inside of Coca-Cola. So, imagine being a little kid, because I know I was hype as fuck when I was a little kid. So, imagine being a little kid and drinking Coca-Cola with cocaine inside. That is insane. Like, it's ridiculous. Wait, what, what year was this? I don't know. I think in the 70s. This is like a real thing, because I've heard about this before, but I never actually thought it was true. Yes, it was a real thing. Wow, that is insane. How are they not like shut down? I don't know. I guess they got around it. That's what happens when you got money, right? You just do whatever the fuck you want. Just walk outside with your cock out and nut on the fucking road and just put some money over it and you're good. Yeah, money can solve any problem, bro. Exactly. Wow, that is crazy. I didn't actually know that there was cocaine inside Coca-Cola. Yeah, bro. And they got away with it. They still are like a billion dollar company, so. Exactly. That's fucking crazy. I remember I found that out reading 50 Cent's first book from Pieces to Weight, where he was talking about Coca-Cola because he used to sell cocaine. Hold on, hold on a second. 50 Cent got a book? Bro, he has multiple books. He doesn't just have one book. I know I know. he made a, like a, a book with that one guy um, that wrote 48 Laws of Power, but I didn't know he made like other books and shit. What the hell? He's a fucking author? Bro, his first book, I read this shit in middle school, I think. So this was a long time ago and it was just the book was really just following his life and his upbringing and the things that he had to do, you know, growing up in Southside Jamaica, Queen, being a 12 year old selling crack. Yeah, I heard that story. Yeah, he definitely had a tough upbringing for sure. Bro, 50 Cent is the pettiest dude alive and I love it. That shit is so funny. What do you mean by that? Do you not follow him on Instagram? No, not anymore. Oh my god. I love following him on Instagram just because he trolls the shit out of people. He's the biggest troll, bro. If he has a problem with somebody, he takes it out on them and <laughs> on the internet. Like the other day, well, l- l- let me tell a little bit of the background story. Is he still relevant though? Define relevancy. I mean, I don't really see enough people talking about him. I mean, if you think about it, he the reason he's, I would say he's still relevant now isn't solely because of the music. I mean, he is a music legend. But he's producing that one show, Power, and he's actually coming out with another show that apparently is better than Power. But Power is right. a huge show. No, yeah, I know he's making a lot of money on like different projects. That's kind of like saying Tyler Perry's not really relevant. I mean, he kind of is, though. He, he most definitely is relevant. Because he just came out with the movie a couple months ago. He just finished like a play. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm 100% sure 50 Cent is doing some he he's in that show power he's literally in the show and he's one of the executive producers of the show he's constantly pushing that he's pushing other stuff he made a movie recently as well it's just that you don't really follow him like that you know what i mean no it's so crazy because like sometimes i think about it like 
how these people have like 15 million followers, 20 fucking million followers on Instagram, and you fucking never heard of them. Isn't that crazy? How there could be like someone fucking famous as fuck right next to you and you don't even know it. Bro, I feel like fame nowadays is so... It's not as special as it used to be, that's for sure. No, it's it's almost irrelevant, you know? I mean, me personally, I'm not chasing fame. I, I know that that's just one of the end products of what we do. You know what I mean? What the fuck does fame really do for you? Like, sure, it might get you into certain places sometimes, getting connected and stuff like that, but I don't feel like fame does that much for you. I feel like it, it might be cool in the beginning since we're not per se used to it, but mm-hmm. I feel like if you get to a certain level and like imagine a Jay-Z and Beyonce where you can't just walk down the street and go to the park or you're like, shit, I want to get some juice at the grocery store down the street. Can't even do that type of shit. If you wanted right. to, you have to pay somebody else to do it in a sense yeah it's fucking crazy doesn't sound fun hell no let me tell you something my mom just got a new fucking job as a nurse bro i know she's been fighting for that bro she's been in school for like years bro like she's been trying to pass that fucking test that the nurses got to pass like the state board test like mm-hmm. what's it called again uh Entlex oh, yeah. or some shit Did you say netflix Entlex. oh i think that's what it's called i don't know i might be like butchering the fuck out of that word but it's crazy that she finally passed that shit and it took her like months to even find a job and now she finally did and now like her whole life is gonna change bro which is amazing because now i don't have to give her so many pep talks you know (laughs) (laughs) but like now i'm sure with the money that's gonna be coming in for her like she's gonna be so much better because majority of her stress came from like you know the lack of money financially I think that's most people's biggest stress. Hell yeah, even mine's. Everybody's who don't have money, obviously, you know? For sure, bro. You got to figure out how you're going to live, you know? That's crazy, though. That's super inspirational. I've seen your mom definitely battling through it. I remember going to your house, and she would just lock herself in the room to study and study and study and study. Yeah, bro. And it's crazy that she can, like, do it at that age, too, you know? Right. And persevere everything and and be able to accomplish like in her eyes she feels kind of late to the party but she still got there that's what matters you know yeah at least she didn't go a whole fucking lifetime without accomplishing something it's satisfying to watch people around you that you care about win and do stuff with their lives you know like i love seeing people in high school that i knew that i was cool with and then randomly seeing them somewhere where i go to the gym and play basketball and i run into them I'm like, oh, what are you doing with your life? He's like, oh, I own a construction company or some random stuff. This actually just happened last weekend. And um, it's just fun to see that. You know what I mean? I personally love seeing people win. It's awesome. And it's crazy because there are so many people like against her too. I don't want to get like too into details because I don't even know if she wants this information out there. But drop the fucking names, Martin. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, like there's a lot of people that like was a a negative energy in her life. And she got rid of everybody pretty much. Wow, for sure, man. And it's also, you know, it's up to individuals to really see that and choose to cut those people out of their lives because everybody has people in their lives that it's dead weight. You have to really strategically put the people around you. Nowadays, I don't have anybody around me that's dead weight. If I'm constantly around you, that means that you're doing something with your life. 
because I know I'm doing something with mine and I don't want to be associated with people that aren't doing shit because it's going to make me lazy too. It may sound a little bit arrogant or, or ignorant, but that's just what it is, man. Like I'll say hi you to you. You need to I'll, do that. Yeah. Like I'll play some sports with you. I'll do whatever. But if you're constantly in my life, best believe that you're doing something with it. Yeah. I feel like I naturally do that too. Whenever I, I encounter someone or start hanging out with someone that isn't providing too much, even like though that sounds super selfish, I distance myself. It's just like people say, you know, you're, you're the average of the people you hang out with. Yeah. And if I'm hanging out with that person a lot and that person's not doing shit, what the fuck am I going to be doing? Yeah, for sure. So fuck that. Get tell rid who, of the fucking dead weight, guys. Tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are, bro. That's one of the things that always stuck with me. Yeah, that's a good quote right there. Yo, what if your parents got back together? Would that be weird? I wouldn't want that. Why would you say that, though? I don't think that my parents were meant to be together. You know what I mean? It just circumstances happen and you meet somebody there, whatever. But later on in life, you realize you're two different people. Yeah, because I had a dream last night and my parents got back together, bro. And it was so fucking weird <laughs> because my dad came into my life, like kind of telling me what to do and shit. And I'm like, bitch, you've been gone for so fucking long. I've never needed you, and now you're coming in telling me what the fuck to do? Right. After me being a grown-ass man? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And then my mom was kind of on his side. I'm like, well, okay, what the fuck is going on here, guys? Oh, my God. That would be- It was the worst. That was a nightmare for sure. Yeah, bro. Fuck that. Can you imagine like your dad coming back into your life and be like, Nick, uh, go take out the trash, bro? What? Even though like that's kind of normal <laughs> for every parent to say, but- it's it's weird taking orders from your dad again, you know, especially has if he hasn't been around. I feel like if my dad were to come back into my life nowadays and tell me to take out the trash, I'll look <laughs> at him and be like, why don't you take out the trash when you had all that energy to think about it? You could use that same fucking energy to grab your two God given feet and walk over to that trash can. It's crazy because like that's such disrespect in the Brazilian culture. Oh, my God. Yeah, not for like, sure. They would probably even till today, like he'll probably like take out a belt and just start whooping you. <laughs> oh man, this actually reminds me of a story in Brazil. I remember I went, cause I lived here in the United States since I was six years old. And then I went back to Brazil for the first time when I was 13. So that was a seven year difference. Mm -hmm. And obviously in those seven years, because I've lived majority of my life here in the United States, I became way more American than I was Brazilian. I, did, I didn't even speak Portuguese without an accent. You know what I mean? You could clearly tell that I was not just Brazilian. I was from out of the country. Yeah. So different customs. And I remember this one time I was at my grandma's house and I was a little bit of a distance from my grandma's house. I was walking away from, from my grandma's house and I have a huge family. Inside of my grandma's house was my mom and one of my aunts and two of my uncles, they were just chilling, having coffee. As I was walking away, my mom screamed something at me. We had like a little argument. She screamed something at me mm. and I told her I wasn't going to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> I hear all my, like my aunt and my two uncles just hyping her up. And he was like, nah, don't let mm. him get away with that. I got the belt right here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my mom, she usually doesn't get angry like that. But at that yeah, moment, but if she you disrespect her in front of other people, that's when they probably turn into malicious devils, bro. She became a beast she dragged my ass it was like a solid 50 feet she dragged me 50 feet by the ear back into the oh, house no yeah 
Yo, one time, like, my mom, uh, I was living in Tampa with my mom, and then uh, she had, like, you know, a husband and everything, and, like, he was, like, trying to fix her computer or whatever the fuck, and I never, like, touched her computer ever, because I had my own, like, why would I touch her shit? And then, like, like she was asking me, did you change the password to my email here on my computer? I'm like, no, why would I even do that? Like, no, I didn't. And she would not believe me, bro. She kept, like, thinking that I fucking changed her password. And I was like, I did not fucking change your password. God damn it. Like, I started, like, tripping, bro. And then I just, like, fucking turned around and walked away, you know? And then she's like, come back here. And I'm like, I just still kept walking. And then she fucking ran at me, bro. And just, like, grabbed me by the fucking hair and just, like, fucking try to hold me down. And I was like coming back up and like trying to fucking like you know outbeat her with the strength right and like this is like high school years bro like so like i'm kind of like you know almost fully grown there it was so crazy bro because like after that like she couldn't really like completely defeat me you know so she kind of felt like powerless plus it was like in front of her husband <laughs> at the time you just said that like you guys were like superheroes she couldn't defeat me because my power was so great <laughs> <laughs> no but like when we were little and shit she used to fucking throw us around whatever the fuck you yeah, know like sure. she used to have the strength but like this time was kind of different that was the last time she ever like spanked me or whatever you know i think every kid's had that that turning point because i remember having that turning point with my mom too because my mom used to beat me bro and then it got to one day where i think i was in high school as well or the end of middle school one or the other and she went to hit me it was like a uh, Asian uh, kung fu movie. <laughs> she Damn. she tried to sweep me with the the swinging claw, and then I just <laughs> just grabbed her right by the hand and didn't let her hit me. She yeah. got so pissed. She's like, ah yeah, ah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. They can't like come into terms that you're stronger than them now. You That's know, because <laughs> to them, like you're still their baby. You know, you're still yeah. like their child so it's a weird turning point for sure i remember my mom did spank me one more time after that though but she was quick she was too quick that i couldn't even get her she had a wooden <laughs> spoon in her hand and i said yeah. something slick she just knocked me in the middle of the freaking forehead with that spoon i was so pit <laughs> i was yeah. like i was just me and me and her were going back at it and then she just slapped me with the spoon right in the forehead bro i got Jeez. so quiet I got so quiet. Just walked outside and just contemplated life for like 30 minutes. Yo, my mom and like her two sisters be telling me the craziest stories, bro. From when they were younger? From when they were younger. Like how fucking vicious my grandma used to be. And like now that I look at my grandma, bro, she's like such a nice lady. Bro, what the I don't, fuck? I don't, I don't see it at all. Like how can you guys tell me that she did all that if I'm looking at her right now and she's like the nicest person ever. Same. You know? I feel the <laughs> yeah. same. Bro, she told me a story that like blew me out of the water, bro. I was like, okay, that's fucking nuts. It was like my mom's birthday, right? And like my, my grandma told her like, hey, go wash the dishes. And my mom's like, no, I'm not going to wash the dishes. It's my birthday. Bro, my grandma, like <laughs> at the time she was at the kitchen, like cutting up some fucking vegetables or whatever. And she fucking hit her with a knife that Whoa. she was cutting the vegetables with like not like obviously like on the sharp end but like on the side end you know right. like just 
tapping her like and like spanking her with the fucking knife bro damn she just came up to her stabbed her three times in the gut and just you're not gonna (laughs) fucking do that you don't fucking know me huh you don't fucking know me bro it's insane like this older generation like in the older it gets the fucking crazier bro because like my grandma herself has even crazier stories bro yeah bro my grandma told me a story that her dad fucking saw his mom die in front of him because his stepdad fucking beat her to death no way isn't that crazy like my grandma's dad damn yeah that that, every generation gets softer and softer yeah for sure our kids are gonna be super fucking soft oh my god you have no idea they're gonna be like a whole bunch of box of twinkies you're not even gonna be able to spank them because it's gonna be against the law yeah for sure nah fuck that i will i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't (laughs) beat the shit out of my kids but i'll definitely spank them for sure like right nip them right in the butt if they do something wrong but i feel like that's also on parenting too bro you know like there's a lot of people though who never got spanked and they seem to be fine yeah yeah so like i don't know i don't i don't really know what the fucking right way of disciplining your kids are but i know that spanking was definitely involved in my childhood same especially for my dad bro oh my god bro sometimes like my mom had to stop my dad because my dad would get like fucking vicious man no nah, that's too much though yeah that's too much like if i would have spank my kid i wouldn't even hit him with my hand i would hit him same thing my mom did get a nice little uh, Avayana, which is uh, this Brazilian rubber sandals that they have. Looks like Jesus yeah. sandals, but they're rubber. Mm-hmm. So just get spanked by those. And it, it was never abusive. It was like at most like three times. The only time that my mom got kind of not crazy, but she got a little bit over the top was when I was like four or five. I said something really slick. While we were driving, it was like a, a highway in Brazil, like this super busy highway. Bro, I said something slick. That lady hit a swerve to the side, hit a tsh- oh, stopped man. in the gravel, whack, just slapped me in the middle of the face, bro. I didn't even cry because I was so like in shock. I didn't even know mm-hmm. what the fuck to do. Yeah, sometimes they'd be surprising like this. I remember one time my sister was like talking back to my mom inside the car. And like out of nowhere, bro, this my mom, she just like fucking smacks her dead in the fucking face, bro. And I'm like, oh, fuck. She didn't <laughs> even see that shit coming. She was like a fucking, like she was trying to kill a fly or something. Oh, fuck. Imagine like being, <laughs> see, I never really had a sibling like that. Like I didn't grow up with my siblings. So uh, I could only imagine watching your sibling get beat and you're just sitting yeah. there like, <laughs> Like oh okay. I had I had so many moments like that. That's so many moments. Funny. But most of the time, like it's because we both fucked up, you know, and then we both had to get like spanked. Right. Yeah. My mom would tell me stories of my grandma, same same thing, where my grandma is this super sweet old lady where she hmm. bro, my grandma is probably five feet tall. She's super small, sweet old lady. Yeah, I've met her once. She seems like so powerless. Like, so powerless. <laughs> so fragile. Exactly. Like a little, if the wind hits a little bit too hard, she'll like die or something. Damn. So, <laughs> no, God forbid, but whatever. Um, so, apparently, the thing with my family, because my mom grew up in 12 siblings. 
So they had a big That's ass family. Insane. It's crazy. What the fuck? I already think one is enough. And my grandma had like six miscarriages. So my grandma was basically pregnant for like 20 years. Imagine that. Jeez. Imagine being pregnant for 20 fucking years. Your grandma did not have internet, obviously, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, they grew they grew up <laughs> in a friggin' farm, bro. Yeah, they got nothing else to do out there. Nothing. <laughs> nothing else. Just uh come home and have some fun. The whole thing with my family or my aunts and uncles is if one of them screwed up, they would all get beat. So you could imagine there's 12 of them. Of course, one of them is going to screw up at least a day, like once every day. So it was a beating every day. I don't get it, man. Why the fuck do parents expect you to be perfect? Like, who the fuck is perfect? Yeah, for real. But I mean, right? here's what it is, Marty, because I've been in a room with you where there was little kids around and sometimes the little kid is just high on sugar bro because you know how little kids are on sugar yeah and we're just thinking to ourselves like what the fuck yeah if i was a parent it would be over for you right now (laughs) it's funny because most of those parents that have kids like that if you look at them they don't give a fuck because they're so tired of it they they're so tired of yelling and telling them not to do it that they don't give a shit anymore <laughs> they just gave up and then sometimes some parents are fucking lazy bro they fucking they'll probably tell the other person to uh, discipline them or something oh nah nah that's the worst because then like who the fuck is the kid gonna listen to nobody oh, yeah, nah yeah some people are not meant to be parents man for sure I could definitely see myself being a strict parent. I'm not going to lie. Hell the fuck yeah. You're going to come in. They're going to fucking salute to you, bro. That's what I imagine. Nah, fuck that. That's too much. But I definitely, <laughs> I, I I, don't know. There's like little habits that if you allow to happen, you'll just grow with. You know what I mean? I never really had a father figure in my life to, to set me right for certain things. And even though, you know, I, I believe I came out pretty normal and- I'm pretty determined for a person. My mom never really instilled that determination in me. She was just kind of like, oh, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. And as a little kid, if you don't want to do that shit, what are you going to do? Not do it. You know, if you want to eat candy your whole fucking childhood, that's all you're going to do. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't feel like my mom was that disciplined. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't come out more fucked up. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only child, had no dad. You kind of got what you wanted, right? Yeah, basically, in a way. For the most part, not poor, you know what I mean? But when I first came to this country, we were poor as fuck. Oh, yeah, that's every immigrant. Yeah, but we- Bro, even my life in Brazil wasn't all that great. It was horrible, actually. If I tell you the stories that I've been through with my family in Brazil, you'll be pretty mind blown because it's fucking crazy. Some things I don't remember, and like my mom tells me about it, and I'm like, I can't believe that fucking happened. I can't believe we went through that. It's crazy, bro, how humbling these beginnings were. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just leave me on the fucking ledge. Don't tell me the story then. I remember one. This is actually like, this is pretty sad. I don't, I don't even know if it's going to be all that great for the listeners. This is like a a movie (laughs) podcast. It goes through all the emotions. I guess so. So like my mom, like at the time we were living at, um, in Brazil, like in one time, like she couldn't fucking afford to get milk for us and shit. And she was wearing like her wedding ring and she sold her wedding ring just to like get us food. Fucking gangsta. I know guys that do that just to fuck a whore and then they put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's yeah. a nice comparison. <laughs> Another time, cause like in Brazil, there's these like, um, it's called spitching. 
I think that's what it's called, right? Spitching. Yeah, with little sticks on meat, almost like a kebab. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like this. Yeah, it's like a kebab, but like you know, it's like a stick full of like you know pieces of meat. My family couldn't even afford to get like each one of us one of those, so we had to like share one spitching for like everybody, like four people. Damn. <laughs> Damn. And I don't even remember this shit. My mom just tells me, and I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, your mom was telling me that story, actually. She told oh, me that really? you guys originally got the spitchin because she had to give you up, you know, for sexual favors in order to get oh, that spitchin. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 Bitch. Oh, man. Damn, bro. So my internet's down. Again? Yeah, bro. What the fuck? Spectrum is fucking up, bro. <laughs> and, I, and I have so much files that I need to download from Dropbox, and I can't because of this fucking bullshit internet. And I look on Twitter, too, and like what I see the? other people also that? fucking... What? Oh, my God. <laughs> there was some thunder outside? Hello? That shit sounded crazy. It sounded like a, like a ray gun or like a bomb going off. What are you talking about? Here? Nah, here. Doc, I don't know about there. Definitely here. I didn't hear nothing, though. That shit was crazy. But yeah, I remember when I was there, your internet was freaking gone, too. If you want to see Marty mad, just turn off his Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. It's the fucking worst, bro. Like, I can't do shit, bro. <laughs> Everything requires Wi-Fi. Yeah, it really does. And I upgraded my internet, too, because I was, I was at 100 megabits per second. Now I upgraded to 400, and that shit is still fucking slow and giving me problems, bro. So I'm paying no this, way. all this fucking money for this upgrade, and I'm not even getting the benefits <laughs> from it. Fucking bullshit. And I do, a, like, a speed test, right, because I'm supposed to be getting 400 megabits, and I do a speed test, and I'm only getting 100 still. Did you call them and tell them? No, the fucking the thing is, is that the router is getting 400 megabits, but I guess like my computer through Wi-Fi doesn't go past 100 megabits. Like, I guess I have to connect it through an Ethernet to get like the full uh, fucking speed. Gotcha. And like, I'm kind of far away from the Ethernet. Yeah. And it's so fucking complicated. It's fucking pissing me off. Okay, man. Just take some CBD. Yeah, I guess so. CBD is like the answer for life right now. You've been taking CBD again? No, I've been taking Alpha Brain, which is, bro, it's really improving my fucking life. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I would highly recommend it to everybody who's like really wants to focus and like improve their memory because I remember certain shit now that if I was not taking this shit, I probably wouldn't remember. Right. Like certain things, bro. Like everything is so very vivid for me now, even as far as speaking too. Like, it, it, it improved a lot of things. Like, I used to have a lot of fog, you know, in my brain or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, the words wouldn't just come out. It, I'd have to, like, really think about it. Right. And now it's, like, more clear than ever. So, I don't know. It's Sometimes it gets me, like, a little jittery and, like, a little bit nauseous. But overall, like, it's really good. Do you think if maybe you're exercising constantly, that'll counterbalance that jitteriness? That probably is the case because I'm not exercising at all. So if I, and I heard that alpha brain really helps you uh, perform better when exercising. Right. That's dope. So that's another thing that I want to test out too. Well, now that I'm going to be uh, hopefully in Glendale, if everything works out, yeah, then uh, you're going to have no excuses if I'm going to be right next to your house. We're going to go to the gym. Fuck. Oh, that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Shit. Yo, did you see that Verizon uh, sold Tumblr for like $3 million? I was listening to something about uh, Gary V was talking about that Tumblr is going to fucking fail soon. Just like a couple of other uh, things like um, Twitch. I still use Tumblr though. I feel like that's where all the memes and like everything that's trendy now, 
originated from tumblr because bro so many times i see something on tumblr and then like months later i see it on instagram or twitter or whatever the fuck i feel like that's where they create the fucking memes bro maybe but i also think that like fuck jerry they have like a whole team of people even creating these memes oh yeah no yeah they do create them but a lot of them are just fucking <laughs> stolen from the internet oh for sure yeah if they and see is, something. isn't it crazy that they're making money off of that well, I think the reason they're making money is because he has so many different networks and they have so many different pages. No, yeah, but he's making money from other people's content that they created and attaching an ad or like tagging a, a brand to that meme. So that way it gets hella exposure Yeah, for like the cost of basically nothing for them. Yeah. They require no time, no creativity. Well, I mean, the time to find it, maybe. Sure. But still, that's not original content. That's like just content being curated. Nah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think it's kind of fucked up to, if you ask me. If you're like making hella money off of that shit, you got to be giving the creator some type of fucking credit or at least some type of compensation. I definitely agree with that. I wish they had Instagram had something where easier where it's like, let's say uh, we want to collab with another big group. And because we produced a video edited and everything, even though they have more followers, we're splitting it 50-50. And then it goes on their channel, but 50% of that automatically goes to our channel. You know what I mean? The income. Yeah. That would be fucking awesome. You don't have to trust the person to make sure they're paying you right and shit. Yeah. You could just like set up stuff like that. That would be so dope. Yeah. There's a lot of scenarios like that where people got screwed over. Word of mouth, bro, or, or just like agreeing. That shit sucks because you got to trust a person yeah exactly bro i've been packing up all my stuff to make this move to la how's it looking i found some old stuff i used to be hmm. so fat when i was in middle school not like really really fat like that but i was definitely way huskier way bigger when i was younger did you like clear out your room kind of i'm gonna pack up put all the stuff that i'm not gonna take with me put it in my room and then um what i believe is going to happen is my mother and her boyfriend volunteered to drive my car over to la but no way yeah but they're going to take way longer they're going to take like six or seven days because they're going to actually stop at cities and explore and stuff like that so they're going to make like a road trip out of it oh that's nice yeah they're only going to do that once you get the place locked down yeah but my thing is is like i, I honestly kind of want them to just already do it because I'm, I'm gonna have to be there already anyways and I, i'm already gonna be there and on top of that i'm planning on getting a storage for at least a month if they come yeah. i could already put all my stuff inside of the storage and stuff like that so they're coming regardless yeah i feel like whenever you're leaving to go somewhere is when people really want to hit you up hell yeah they just know subconsciously yeah they're like oh shit like it's a scarce resource now it's about to leave i see you've been going to the beach and having fun a lot now bro that trip to the beach was a solid 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. it was like a instagram thing like oh let's go there all right let's get the fuck out it's so funny how instagram gives that illusion right it right. makes it seem like you were there all day it's funny because people really think that they know your lives by instagram and shit like that but they have no fucking idea bro that that day at the beach was crazy though this florida weather is bipolar right now it's actually raining and before when we started filming this podcast it was like a bright beautiful blue day so this weather has been super bipolar. We get to the beach because I, I wanted to, you know, this this last week, whenever I have some time, I try to do something with my mom to try to enjoy her presence a little bit more since I'm going to be away from her for, the you know, going to a whole nother coast. That's 
like a pretty big distance. I'm not going to be seeing her often. So I've been trying to enjoy her presence more. And we mm-hmm. went to the beach. We get there, go in the water, get out of the water. I look back. It was a bright, beautiful blue day. I look back. Shit was black as hell, super dark. So I was like, fuck, yeah. now we got to get out of here. The, the lifeguards literally made us leave the beach. We got kicked out of the beach because there was thunder and stuff like that. That's crazy. You better enjoy those beaches out there, man, because this beach is completely different. Oh, yeah, it is. But I, I remember last time I was there, I actually went in the water at Santa Monica, and it was warmer than usual. Right. I mean, people go in all the time. I'm just not used to it. Not even Florida, bro. I don't even fucking go to Florida beaches. Fuck that. I don't like the sand on my feet, bro, honestly. I feel you. Like, my thing about a beach is I don't go to beaches a lot. But if I go to the beach, I really would want to have, like, a beach day type of thing where I go with a group of friends. Oh, those are the best. Yeah, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't... Like, what I did yesterday with my mom is kind of like a once in a fucking year type of thing where I just go for 30 minutes. But I like having beach days where you're just going over there, have some food already, have a fucking cooler filled with drinks. Just yeah. chill at the beach with your boys. Have you have you heard about this crazy ass thing? It's been uh, the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Is that the guy that died? Yeah, that committed suicide allegedly. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of conspiracies around that. Yeah, there was. I I, I got kind of interested in it. And I, Wait, what did he do? Who is he? So he's a. I don't know if he's a financial advisor or just finance. He's something. He owns Jay Epstein, which is a huge financial company. And this guy's like a billionaire. And he got caught for having like a pedophile ring. What? Yes. Oh, I didn't know all this. Yeah. No, it was crazy. Super crazy. So I was listening to the stories where he would recruit or not him. Like he would have people recruit these girls like 14 year old girls to like give him massages and shit and they would give him a massage in his private massage room after like a month or so like that's when he would like start abusing them and stuff like that it's so crazy how there's so much shit that's hidden like that till today and we don't know about it right like with the internet now everything is getting exposed like slowly and the thing is is the reason why there's so many conspiracies about a suicide because this guy was extremely wealthy and extremely well connected so he knew everybody literally everybody from all these famous celebrities to all these politicians and business people around the world and he said that he had dirt on people and big powerful people so they took him out bro that's that's what the fuck i believe i mean shit bro if you got that much fucking money you got a shit ton of power and if you got that much power you could do anything you want yeah can you though he tried to fucking have a pedophile ring that shit didn't work like what kind of human being are you wait did he get caught before he died or after he died i think this whole thing went down in like 2008 and then it just like resurfaced yeah no it started resurfacing in the past year or some shit like that and then he was in jail and apparently he hung himself with the sheets but there was inmates from that jail that were saying that it's impossible for him to hang himself because those uh, sheets were made from a certain type of paper material and Mm. it can't hold a 200 pound person so you think the inmates killed him or the guards or someone i don't know bro i have no idea yeah because once you're in jail you're kind of out of your it's like out of your control anything can happen to you oh yeah you you don't you have no fucking control you have no safety really you know what i mean not jail but prison 
is what I'm saying. Because prison is like where like the bad motherfuckers are at, right? Yeah, yeah, no, he was in prison. So yeah, anything can happen there. Exactly. Fuck that. That would suck. Imagine going to prison. I would definitely want to fucking commit suicide. Probably number one fear is going to fucking jail for like, or going to prison for a long, long time. That's worse than dying, bro. Well, don't do anything illegal, Marty, and then you're good. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're walking a very fine line. <laughs> <laughs> nah guys i don't i don't do anything illegal i used to smoke weed when it was illegal but you know now it's legal in california so <laughs> no longer can go to jail for that oh that, that was some other thing that i was reading up on where it's fucked up that there's a lot of people that were incarcerated due to weed and stuff like that and ever since the laws changed they still haven't got out like their punishment hasn't changed which is complete bullshit right like, it makes no fucking sense. I would hate to be uh, El Chapo right now. He's in the fucking most secure prison in the world. That guy escaped prison twice, I believe. Yeah, but in Mexico, not here. Yeah, for sure. In Mexico, he definitely had, like, the plugs and all that in Mexico. Bro, they fucking dug a tunnel under the whole fucking thing to make him escape through the shower. Did you see Pablo Escobar's jail in Colombia? No. Yo. That shit was dope as fuck. <laughs> oh, it was like a nice place? Hell yeah. He had it customly built because apparently he had to go to jail for some shit. So he was like, okay, I'll go to jail in one condition. <laughs> I built the jail. So what do you think is going to happen? He's obviously going to build a tunnel to get the fuck out of the jail. Wait, how does he have that say so? I'll go to jail only if... Listen, he had more money the, than the entire country. Yeah, but they could just confiscate it and now what? Do you really think it's all inside of there? If it's in his bank account, they're going to confiscate it. If it's in cash, they're going to confiscate it. But don't you think that he has it hidden? Don't you think that he has it in like different places? Don't you think he doesn't even have it under his name? A lot of it has under his children's names. Yeah, bro. He was smart as fuck with that shit. That's why he was the notorious Pablo Escobar. Is Narco still going on? I don't know. Good question. Does like Netflix have certain content for just specific countries or is everything on netflix for everybody i think if it's made by netflix i think it'll be in every country yeah because like why would you prevent someone watching from watching it right exactly i guess the only way is if like the regulators stop them from like showing it just like you know regulators stopped facebook from appearing in china if it's up to netflix i'm sure if it's made by netflix then everybody around the world could see if there's no regulations but if it's not made by netflix then there's licensing like in uk in france i believe i think they have fresh prince of bel-air on netflix oh wow yeah bro netflix is spending like 12 fucking billion dollars a year on fucking original programming can you register that in your brain think about how much money they're making if that's the case no they're not making money they're spending so much money bro they're still not in the place where they're profiting yet really this is all investments yeah bro there's like a crazy streaming war happening right now because netflix is involved now disney's about to get involved apple's involved fucking amazon's involved and like these are fucking huge juggernauts bro yeah like they have so much fucking money yeah they really do and they're at a war to like create the best fucking original content and get the most subscribers you know netflix is definitely winning as of now yeah yeah for sure but like they're getting a lot of their content pulled out you know because they don't they're not all original content right but it's crazy that netflix pioneered that shit right 
They literally ran a whole business. They out. disturbed the entire fucking film industry. It's crazy, bro. Like if you really think about it, like how much this affects us. Because <laughs> now even movie theaters are like losing money and shit. I mean, I, I would love to still have a movie come out in theaters, but I I feel like I would be almost as equivalently happy if I came out with a great fucking dope ass movie on Netflix. Yeah. Speaking of which. I watched the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I was disappointed personally. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed too. Like, there's a lot of like cool little moments in the movie, but like the movie was literally about nothing, bro. Like, yeah. there was no fucking plot at yeah. all. That's why I got disappointed. Like, I didn't get attached to anything. Like, I probably forgot most of the scenes by now because there's no underlying story to the whole thing, in my opinion. You know, there was just like a bunch of little fucking subplots and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Even the fucking, the, the, the girl, Margaret Robbie or whatever, I forgot her name. Bro, what the fuck was her point? Exactly. I, I, I thought it was so stupid. It was a Sharon something, right? In, yeah. In real life. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. The, I, the whole point of the movie, if you didn't watch the movie, don't listen to us right now. <laughs> Get out of the podcast. <laughs> Major spoiler alert. Yeah, for real. So the basically the whole fucking point of the movie was how Leonardo DiCaprio um, became connected to their next door neighbor, which was the big director. That was the whole point of it. Yeah, exactly. It didn't really get to that until the very fucking end. Exactly. I was so disappointed, bro. And everything in between was like so fucking pointless. Like even that Brad Pitt scene where he went to like the hippie town or whatever. Right. The ranch. He was like really determined to fucking go see George. And like once he saw George, George didn't know who the fuck he was. And then he was like checking on him like he he was like a family member. I, I completely don't get it. Like I was lost. Those were the same hippies that ended up killing or they ended up dying at the end. Which is another fucking weird thing because those hippies actually killed the, the pregnant lady and the two actors or the, 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 the two uh, people inside the house. And this story, they didn't kill them at all. Like they try to kill Brad Pitt and, and fucking Leo. But I'm not going to lie, that scene where fucking Leo came out with a torch. Oh yeah, that show was dope. Bro, I love that shit. That shit was fucking hysterical yeah. to me. No, that that the whole ending of the movie was great as far as... It was the best part of the movie where yeah. like... Exactly. They got really fucking graphic where like Brad Pitt was just fucking banging the bitch's fucking head against the table. Yeah, that was like a Tarantino scene for sure. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Me too. Even that Nazi scene in the beginning where Leo comes out with the torch wasn't like all that, like in my opinion. Yeah, no. It only got really fucking good at the end. Yeah, for sure. And it like it, it wasn't even that it only got really fucking good. It was just a matter that was the best part of the movie, like you said. I was I was definitely disappointed, bro. I was like, for the cast and for the director, as far as um, direction goes and all that stuff, like it was good, but there was no story. There was like writing yeah. wise, I don't think it was there at all. Yeah, there was a lot of cool moments though, for sure. Like yeah. like Leo's Leo's performance was incredible. I personally think Brad Pitt was the best one in that movie get the fuck out i actually think he wasn't that good really i thought he was the best one in that movie yeah bro all his scenes was he was like completely monotone i thought he was the best i thought he carried that movie i personally didn't like leo too much in that movie i think brad was like the person that that wasn't doing as great but leo when it came to like him like being a, like trying to cry and like like him like in the trailer kicking shit like that that was real like that felt real to me true that feels like he went through that before, you know, and like he fucking channeled it with that performance. Right. 
And then the little girl, oh my God, the girl fucking blew my mind that did the scene with him. Oh yeah, she did. She was so good. She was. She's probably bro. gonna get booked so much now after this movie. Fuck yeah, yeah, nah, she definitely killed it. I totally forgot about her. And the fact that it was like two hours and forty five minutes. And a, a week before, too, I had watched Inglorious Bastards, and I was like, fuck, this is such a great movie. I actually never finished that movie. Really? It was such a good movie. Bro, I'm getting less and less patient with these fucking three-hour movies. Oh, bro. no, I feel you. I feel you. And the thing is, is like Tarantino with certain movies, like I couldn't watch The Hateful Eight. I couldn't do it. It was too much uh, talking, too much dialogue. I mean, if the dialogue's good, then shouldn't, shouldn't it be okay? Well, that's the thing that uh, I, I didn't really like the dialogue in The Hateful Eight because it was like more of that old school Western type of dialogue. I don't know. He, he pulled it off with the with Inglorious Bastards. I thought the dialogue in Inglorious Bastards was fucking phenomenal. If there's any uh, Tarantino fans listening to this right now, they're probably like, fuck you guys. You guys have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. Hey, man. He's a fucking God. <laughs> Everybody has their own fucking opinion yeah at the end of the day this is all subjective so yeah it's not like the movie's not good it's the fact that i didn't really resonate with it you didn't really resonate with it so i want to watch that that will smith movie that's something interesting oh yeah that does look interesting what is it called again uh something gen gemini or some shit gemini man gemini man i guess yeah that's pretty dope where it's like his his younger self they're really gonna start bringing up dead people technology yeah it's almost scary bro like imagine like robots too uh, imagine like eventually robots can do all the movements and then you could download all the information that they have from all the movies that this one actor has done and then they could just recreate all the body movement and they'll just put a face on it i mean they already got sex dolls that could talk to you and shit too would you ever fuck a sex doll I've been curious about it before, but it is kind of weird. It's it's fucking weird because like it's weird right now, but I think in the future it's going to be very common. Just like online dating. Online dating at first was so fucking odd. It was yeah. so weird. Now it's so fucking common with Tinder and shit, you know? That's how you meet people now is through the fucking internet. And before it used to be like so fucking taboo. Do you feel like sex dolls will help reduce rate statistics or raise it because now it's more looked like a women could almost be looked like just a piece of meat in a sense you know like it's just a sex thing i think it's gonna cater to the people that aren't really uh capable of like having a real relationship like people that like you know their wife passed away and now they're like depressed and shit you know just people that are lonely and don't have anybody around more so than like the average human who fucking goes out with their friends and like, you know, try to fucking holla at girls. Did you ever watch that movie, Her? Yeah. It's actually a pretty good movie. It really is. But yeah, I think that's going to be completely real one day, for sure. Yeah, it's like AI, you know, artificial intelligence. Yeah, where you just talk to a person because you're lonely and that's the only company you have. Yeah. But I feel like everybody's going to get like that and then everybody's, like, just going to talk to their AI instead of each other. <laughs> uh, I refuse to believe that. I mean, yeah, because we're social creatures, you know, so we're naturally, we naturally connect but it's going to get to a point where we're going to be consumed by this stuff a lot. And I mean, it's already happening. You know, like if you go to a fucking, if you go out and see people, like they're always on their phone. Yeah, you know? no, that's for sure. But it's just, it's, it's basically a replacement for something because even back in the days, like you would probably go out and see like the fucking, the, the guy in a relationship reading a newspaper or some shit like that, you know? So it's like kind of the same shit is just now it's more convenient because it's in your pocket and you got like the access to the world pretty much right because like i i I was seeing like uh 
Gary V talk about like TikTok and shit because like somebody asked him like what do you think of TikTok you know because like a lot of it is based on like likes and stuff so that's it's pretty much like they're treating it like all the likes and views like a currency and he was saying that that wasn't much different than how it used to be like before it used to be like people wanting to be popular in the fucking school you know like that was their currency or like you know be popular in their town or something but now it's basically everything is online so it's kind of the same behavior but the technology is different they're talking about i feel like our generation was it was too much time on video games i mean that still continues yeah no that, that definitely does but i feel like nowadays video games is more glorified than it was when we were growing up you know because now you could really make money off video games back in the day it was a select few people that would make money and it's only certain games nowadays with twitch and other platforms like that you can make money off any game any popular game like there's literally no excuse now for you to like not make money there's so much fucking opportunities you could fucking make money from playing video games are you kidding me yeah i think it's just a matter of where are you willing to put your energy you know what i mean because i feel like because it's there's so many different streams of revenue nowadays it becomes easy to branch out into too many things as opposed to concentrating on one thing which is was something that i feel like we struggled with a long time and we still kind of struggle with that you know what i mean true do we uh do we have any questions this week no, I forgot to fucking do a question thing on Instagram. Maybe next week. But that is all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Rate us on Apple iTunes or follow us on Spotify. Those are basically the two platforms that I think people will consume this on. Because there's like a bunch of other like podcast places where people listen to. But I don't think they're all that important, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I'd say just keep it on there. And also, if you guys aren't following us already... On Instagram, I'm uh oh Nick, and he is. Oh, you want me to say it? I thought you were gonna say it for me. I thought we had that connection, but I guess not. Uh oh, Marty. There you go. And we're also on YouTube. Uh oh, Monkey TV. Buy some merch, guys. Uh oh, slash shop There's some hoodies, some fucking T-shirts. I got some hats for sale too, but I don't. I don't know like the specific link. It's on my Instagram. So if you guys want to see it, anything else you want to say, bruh? Um, God is great rev run where's that from run's house you used to watch that or no oh yeah i remember that yeah no because it sounded familiar but i i don't recall where i heard it yeah he used to be in the tub making little bubbles farting inside of the tub and send everybody a nice little message at the end oh yeah yeah i, I like that that was a dope show i used to watch that show all the time it was pretty dope 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 <laughs> you're gonna cut that off in the edit you little piece of shit Fuck you, Nick. How about I won't? <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Deuces.